0: Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by Lazero, the man of a thousand rands, and Whamit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips
1: and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see
0: where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and Enjoy.
1: hello and welcome back to the asap weekly rocket league podcast i'm your host zero and i'm joined today by a very special guest um he was telling me before the show and i'm like i'm not sure if this is actually the case but uh he might it's might have been two years since we last you were last on like i think that's crazy that that time feels like months ago uh but yeah very special uh let's welcome onto the show flow state how's it going flow
0: state What's up? What's up guys? What's up, viewers?
1: What's up, viewers? What's up? Yeah, how's,
0: listeners, I guess. How's it going, viewers and listeners? Yeah, I guess technically you're not viewing anything. Is that weird uh, to you that like there's a distinction? You know, that like yeah. I, don't,
1: <laughs> I always use listeners so much so that when I do a twist stream I might say listeners, but they're viewing it. Somebody right. Knows. Or maybe they're and, actually just listening to me, you know, their streams in the background. So it's possible they're
0: <laughs> also listeners. Uh <laughs> how's it going, Philistine? I'm turning up my mic. I think I should be able to. Did that do anything? It did. Is it a little louder? Is it too loud now?
1: No, it's fine. But what you've done now is when I edit, instead of being able to just put Uh, one bar up, I'm now going to have to go to that point.
0: I changed it back. Oh, my goodness. Ah, No, that's okay. That's okay. All
1: right. We'll survive. Literally, it's fine. You're good. Uh, so, <laughs> this is great 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 start great start. no um i'm gonna do a just a little quick housekeeping thing and then then we're gonna get right into things so um the okay. first one is our first tournament in a while it's gonna be a 3v3 tournament will be happening on uh the 17th so exactly one week so when this pops up uh they'll also include a google form for you to sign up however this is the the, the caveat or the, the whatever the only people that can sign up are people that I recognize and I've talked to before, all right? Because we've had, I don't know, Flosa, we've had uh, some problems with our last couple of tournaments. Um, oh, so no. if I don't recognize your name or at least your captain or whoever the captain is, right? If I don't recognize them, all right, you're not in the tournament. So uh, go find yourself someone that I would recognize. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who they are. Uh, you figure it out. Uh, so, <laughs> so there there's going to be our uh, tournament. that will be coming up. Uh, So yeah, on the 17th, so Thursday, March the 17th at 7pm Eastern Time 3v3 tournament uh, until we get a winner. So I hope you enjoy that. And uh, yeah, all that will be there. Uh, The second thing I have to do here is thank our lovely patrons who always support us um, and get kind of some juicy shows honestly extra shows on the patreon so if you want to check those out uh, you can join our patreon links always in the description um and special shout outs to our roll call to patrons of awesomeness paint Raz, old moose clorox and space bear thank you so much for your continued support with that flow state are you ready are you ready for it are you ready for the hey episode? i'm
0: here and i am ready
1: uh i just like you to know that um I'm I mean, gonna I'm gonna kind of break the fourth. I'm mean, I mean, it's not really a fourth wall. I I'm kind of mumbling here, but it's okay. I'm mumbling, uh, ranting, uh, whatever the word is. Um, yes. Last week, I alluded to you being on the show. All right, but my co-host Wabs didn't get it. All right. Yeah, um, nah,
0: I know that guy doesn't like me very much. So
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I invited him. I'm like, Wabs, hey, do you want to be on the show? He just didn't respond. He's like flow state, and then no response. So. Is that a reflection More on... More like a no state. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> see you next... Every... <laughs> what I need you to do is record to me like a hundred clips of you saying uh, terrible puns. And I'm just going to like throw them in randomly in the next episodes for the for yeah. next wall. Um, I don't know
0: if I'm that funny. <laughs> like, I'm a one and done kind of comedian. I'm, gotcha. I'm lucky if I get one joke out. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah,
1: I, I think it was something that lines of like... I like said state and the flow in in a sentence, you know. So like, but I like emphasized it, you know, when I said those words. So those who got it got, it, and those who didn't did okay. <laughs> So now you can go back to the last episode, you know, real listenability That's what I'm going for. Um, Perfect. so one of the big things that I actually noticed uh, is you were featured in Waitin's recent video. Um, it was yes. How how do you say like the last name like Pil Pil, Pil- Pilkin? Pilkin Waitin Pilkin is that it? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: i you... mm-hmm. never mind i probably shouldn't say that uh it's nothing bad it's just information sorry that
1: why whoa whoa <laughs> <No>. <laughs> are we getting a scoop four minutes into the show is that what no you're... no
0: no i'm pretty sure waitin pilkin is he swapped the first and last. oh okay It's so it's like it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's his name
1: uh I, I'm pretty sure you could probably find his name in liquid P. I guess he's that high enough profile um yeah. I'd also like to say I am amused that he has exactly 420k uh subscribers that does amuse me um <laughs> uh but yeah no you were uh featured as one of kind of like the trainer so the, the goal of this video if, if I'm, maybe I want to set it up here a little bit is Wayne um took a bunch of you know or a pro player um a coach and yourself uh and you gave him kind of ideas how to do it like a good practice routine Um, so the first thing I want to ask is kind of how did this all come
0: together? Um, he just DM'd me where, uh, I've, I've known Waitin since 300 subscribers. I've known Seabell and Striped also since under a hundred subscribers. Um, I look at you.
1: you're the the magic you're the magic man behind you know behind the the curtain
0: yeah so when i when i was new on youtube i did a lot of uh self-promoing as we may call it uh in the biz um i just reached out (laughs) i just reached out to a lot of people and you know just let them know that i've made content It's good thing you did that
1: (laughs) because clearly that's what I'm lacking. All right. And everyone (laughs) yells at me for it. But anyway, keep going.
0: (laughs) No, I did. Yeah. So I, and especially I liked to find smaller YouTubers that I thought were, um, were good as well. Um, and I was constantly looking. Yeah, exactly. And so I would reach out and, you know, I was, I was a a thousand subs, you know, waiting and see bell. All of them were around that as well. When, when we met, um, obviously different points of time but um yes i would reach out if i saw Uh, (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) and uh yeah so they they so i've I've known him since then um actually like one of his best friends irl was like one of the first people to join my discord actually i think that's how i met him
1: Mm -hmm. is through
0: that um
1: isn't it weird that we're,
0: like, far
1: enough removed that it's hard to remember exactly what point you like, reached <laughs> out to someone? Because I, right. I actually don't remember how we started. Was it because of Tom? Was that that's, that's my guess. Probably, yeah. Probably. But, probably, I mean, it was guess. also,
0: like, three years ago. So it's not, like, not, we're not that dumb, you know? We have excuses. <laughs>
1: well, yes, memory is the only serving function of whether we're smart or not. Um <laughs> So you you you, so you've been in touch for a while, but um, did he kind of plan this video out and just like reach out to you? Yeah,
0: yeah. So he DM'd me. He was like, "Hey, I'm doing this video. Like, he's like, "Um, I want to know what what a what a pro should be, what their day to day should be." Like, so we talked about everything from nutrition to you know activity, meditation, like uh, how to structure some things. Et cetera, and et cetera.
1: That's what I absolutely loved because, like, you, like, well, one that, like, stuff that, like, you don't even think about when it comes to Rocket League. But, like, there's another part of me that I'm like, 100%, like, 1% of pros is doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, 1%.
0: <laughs> let me, yeah, let's riff on that because this is what I find very interesting is that most high level gamers aren't don't have good habits yeah yeah exactly yeah they don't have good habits they're sleeping at like 5 a.m they you know it's um it's interesting that they can still perform at that level and obviously if you asked them and they were and you were to say hey what if we get you in bed early and like like you know eating healthy all this shit i guarantee you they would play worse probably for like a significant amount of time um and so it's hard to know i mean yeah like it's it's good stuff we know that it's it's the right way to treat yourself um but i almost have this theory that like they're playing in such a way that is good for them in the short term like they're just absolutely killing their body and in the long term i think it's very bad for them maybe uh, that's
1: like i mean no, i know there's a pandemic and everything but like some of these pros that like you hear a burnout right like i think you know to be fair there was a brutal season that one season like the rlcs was was oh, yeah. quite wild when it came to the sheer amount of games like they're playing games every day right? right um but um i think i think this is another thing it's like structure routine especially like good healthy habits that just keep you um, healthy, you know, like in general, right? right? You're, 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 you already have a lot of stressors, right? Given your your pro career kind of depends on you being able to play a video game. And while that's fun, right? Obviously, when results don't happen, it's not a sustainable. Like, you know, a lot of pros will be a pro for a year or two, and then they have to move on, right? Because it moves past them, right? And I think this yeah. is one of those things that just, you know, there's a lot of young players and they just, you know, they their body when they're young, you know, they... <laughs> They don't have to take care of themselves as much, right? Yeah. But if they did, they'd be even further ahead, you know? It'd, it'd be, it's getting edge without practicing, just like your routine, right?
0: Yeah. You know what? And yeah, and that that is probably a very good point. As I, I think the age plays a big factor, probably more so in Rocket League than any of the others. Because, like, I mean, is any pro older than, like, 21? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like squishy, I think the oldest...
1: I think we saw the oldest pro player in the tournament it was either 23, 24. That was like the yeah. oldest player in the in the upcoming major, right?
0: And so, yeah, I guess you kind of can get away with being shitty to your body and stuff. But the question
1: is, like, if you... Well, that's the whole point. That There's a reason we only see players up to 23, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. at some point, that bad routine, like, you just burn out.
0: So. That's exactly... What, yeah, that's... that's
1: what and I'm not is. saying you wouldn't burn out either way. I'm just saying that this is one of those things that if you had this structure, you're likely to stay on top longer. Right. And I think, I think we're even seeing this in sports, like especially soccer. Like this is really fascinating to me these days. Right. Um, There are a couple soccer players who are now hitting 37, 38 and still being able to compete at the highest level. Right. Uh, Most, most notably Cristiano Ronaldo right now, like 37. Right. Um, And is easily because he spent the last maybe six seven years i mean he, he's always been kind of into shape right but because he spent the last six seven years really working to make sure that he kind of keeps in that shape and having that really strict schedule he's able to keep playing at the top level right uh um, right and uh there's like tiago uh so uh, sorry no was it Danny Alves? Danny Alves, I think, of Barcelona. There's a couple players that are like hitting 38, right, and still being able to compete. Now, would I say, okay, can you have a team of like you know 38 player, like soccer players, right, 38 year old soccer players that are playing at the highest, highest level? Probably right. not, right, day in <laughs> day out. But I'm saying you can definitely have one or two per team, right, that can can still pretty much be there. Um, and it's it's I think that's personal responsibility, the the kind of effort outside of actually your job, right. Um, And it's so weird because I think people don't treat that part of their job as part of their job, but whenever you're like an athlete or competitor of any kind, it is, it's like,
0: yeah, it's more than full time. You're salary. It's a salaried position. Like you're on call 24 seven to take care of yourself. And that's it basically. Uh, and if you do not do that, then you're like failing your, you're, team and and everything I, so tennis is the same way and that like recently like you know roger federer just kind of an anomaly he's old and still very i think good.
1: he is an anomaly like beyond just how much you train you know right
0: but then there there are others too and what's interesting in tennis is there's actually a, some play styles that will increase or decrease your longevity in the mm. game uh okay. because there's there's ways to play where it's Like it's essentially called being a pusher. And that's kind of what happened with uh, Nadal, even though he's pushing past it. But essentially a pusher in tennis is someone who just doesn't go for offense. They just keep the ball in play. Um, So you be very fast and you just wait for your opponent to make a mistake. The problem with that is there's so much strain. Yeah, there's so much strain on your body because you have to be insanely fast and you have to keep running a lot like a lot and it's bad for knees. i I
1: love those but i love that kind of style because it's so it's so funny to me you know this idea like it's like i'm gonna annoy you to death you know like i'm gonna be so good and i will never let you get this point right (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like fight you on the point but i'll never let i'm gonna wait till you screw up okay that's how much better
0: i am yeah no tennis is a game of mistakes it's one of the only games that that you literally never have to go on offense you can win a point without going on offense uh you every other thing you have to kind of go on off like you have to score or like something like that uh
1: like it's 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 far easier to get a point in tennis right maybe than some other other places right like like soccer it's incredibly difficult to score
0: right right of course Um, there's there's that but even with tennis with I I can't think of another sport where you can score without going on offense. You know what I mean? Like where eventually,
1: eventually the person's gonna mess up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like they can mess up, and I mean it doesn't even have to be eventually. They can mess up. Like you can be returning a serve, and you just get a point. (laughs) Yeah, you get a point because they missed twice. Like.
1: But it wasn't uh, offense. It was just that's what you do. It's a normal. Yeah, return. you just hit yeah. it
0: back. Like you just you could just tap it back. I mean, volleyball, I guess, is the same. Ping pong, I guess, all of those.
1: Well, all all those kind of like hit sports,
0: I guess. Yeah,
1: hit yeah, ball yeah. sports. I don't know if that makes sense, but right. you know what I mean. <laughs> no net. Yeah. How about this net sports?
0: <laughs> yes, that's a good way to put it.
1: Uh, no, and I I think I think that's kind of I mean yeah you know what let's do it i don't care it's been a while since we we drummed up the what sport is rockling most like oh, I <laughs> which mean, is hockey, my, my right favorite th- my favorite thing not to talk about but um what i did want to say is um in in tennis right you only have one hit right in ping pong mm-hmm. you only have one hit In volleyball you only have one hit right um and a lot of times the rocking and maybe it volleyball it you only
0: have one hit it's part
1: of me, like in indiv- the individual person, right? Oh, okay. You're not allowed to hit it twice. So, like, you, you, sorry, you can you can take three hits, but you yes. still only hit it like, like with a flat no, thing. I, I, you know, yeah, <laughs> does yeah. that make sense? Right? Yeah. You can't really hold it. Um, you can't really slow the play. And um, I think what I find so fascinating is for a lot of people, especially those diamond rank people is it's a lot of that just hitting the ball cuz no one really has the control to slow it down. Yeah. Um so it always it always amuses me like the similarities in in kind of that rank or what happens a lot when people are just hitting the ball and running after it. Right. <laughs> um and and it kind of get it it gives a certain pace, right? Cuz I think as soon as you slow down the ball in any game, it really it's a creation of um a new dynamic maybe a new pace to the to the game, right? While um i think in rock league it's a lot harder to like really drastically change the pace if all you're doing is hitting right how we drastically change the pace might be once you actually get control right um or or you might do a low 50 to try to drag that out um mm-hmm. so there's all those kind of like little interesting things um where am i going with this i don't know uh, so, nice. um maybe bringing it back though um to rocket league right let's let's bring it back to the topic that we yeah, started we can bring it um, back, so. what did you think of kind of how wins video played out because i'm sure you watched it after after the fact um did you notice um were there things that he did that you think like anyone can incorporate really easily or it was like okay you're probably gonna have to dedicate yourself
0: to to actually get these routines in check right um so so what i would say um i kind of gave him like an order of importance i didn't I I talked to him about the meditation. I didn't <laughs> think he would want to. I I told him beforehand that I I just knew that it doesn't do well in a YouTube video. That's what I'm trying to say is like talking about shit like that, people don't care. Like they don't yeah, want to yeah. they don't want to do stuff that actually takes a significant amount of like effort in that regard, and they. It, but he did it, or like yeah, kind of
1: comedically, but he did it. It was, it was great.
0: <laughs> he did it, and I, I think, um, I think that was good. I, I was surprised that he still wanted to do it, but I guess he, if you incorporate it quick enough, you can be like, yeah, I also meditated five I, minutes. I, and that's I pretty think. He did.
1: I think the nice thing about it, because you already kind of saw that in the video, is like this is just like different stuff, right? right Um, that that you could incorporate right like i I think always everyone kind of looks for a competitive advantage um and in any kind of sport being able to clear your mind is a good thing (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly being of clear thought is a good thing um yeah and and i found i i really liked it i mean i think we all kind of knew where it was gonna go like obviously he'd play better right like i don't i don't think that's actually a surprise right but to have the dedication to do that consistently and on top of it i mean another thing that was really cool that you found in the video is like you kind of need the whole team to be doing this to like really see a good effect right because if your team's kind of out of balance then like no matter how well you're playing you know like if someone else is waking up after having slept for one hour it might it might not it might not kind of work together right
0: no yeah it's it's of course with threes there's there's more to think about but if you're talking just your own individual rank like you can carry harder you can you know you can do more for your team than you could previously so you, mm-hmm. um you know the the results will still technically be a little better um, no for sure but i gave him uh like we we talked like three things i, I think most important is sleep uh most people aren't they might have a shitty sleep schedule, but they're getting enough sleep, and it's not a big deal. Um, as long as you're getting enough, it's fine. Um, I would say sleep is number one and number four, if we were to, because well, getting mm-hmm. so getting enough sleep is number one, and then getting consistent, um, regular, like consistent, same time. yeah, is like number four, where it's important, but it's nowhere near as important as just making sure you get enough sleep. Um, that makes sense. No, mm-hmm. Number two. <clears throat> again I, I would maybe even put diet here as number 2 and number 5 where it's like it's like as long as you're doing the bare minimum you're good like as long as you're eating somewhat healthy um you're good but if you're not but then you can
1: you know then you can get like you know really the greens if you if you want to do that a right. little bit <laughs> right right right
0: um but then i think what's what's easiest for most people to add and probably going to be most important because assuming number 1 and 2 is just you're sleeping enough and you're eating not shit uh mm-hmm. oh can i not swear um I've, oh, sorry, i think we mind. could probably get away with the s you know i think not we
1: to can it. get away i think you've only kept to that so I, i'm i'm pretty confident i don't know uh, yeah, I, no, I i will I, I say swear. what what will happen is um i'll get the complaint that my show is too pg you know and you censor everyone so <sighs> uh so congratulations you have now um appeased the Part of my fan base that wants more swearing in my shows, Perfect. okay. So, there you um, go. <laughs> good, good uh,
0: welcome to PG 13.
1: PG 13, yeah, you're you're, you're within PG 13
0: territory, you're good, you're yeah. good. Um, uh, you so yeah, go. assuming that one and two are those, it's just the bare minimum are, are required. I think number three is probably the most important, and that is getting some form of activity. Um, it's just, I mean, a like you're, you're going to be happier because, you know, exercise reduces cortisol. So you're just generally going to be happier. Um, you're going to have a clearer mind because exercise requires the level of discipline. Oftentimes they've looked at the, the, the way uh, meditation affects the brain in terms of like just the level of like focus required. And one of the only other things that gets the brain acting like that is um, working out um because you kind of just have to stay in the moment like you have to go rep by rep you have to keep focused oh, on that's the rep so
1: sorry that's um, so interesting to me yeah i'm like now i understand why there's so many people that. <laughs>
0: no meditation and and working out go go hand in hand training well, the brain I, and training the body yeah
1: i've the thing is like i've never doubted that they are both helpful you know what i mean mm-hmm. but the fact that you're saying that there's actually like a similar response. Yeah, um, is to me quite interesting you know because mm-hmm. i would think i would think you need both for like separate reasons right because i know i know isn't it with working out it's like a low stress um state which is actually good for you if that makes sense it's Wait, like it's
0: working out low stress
1: is it, it no no if you if you if you do a workout let's just say it's a okay how, how do i phrase this this is this is what happens when i'm going off of something i probably did no, I... five years ago um, <laughs> Yeah. okay yeah, yeah.
0: it's sorry do you get a lot of information.
1: uh what what i remember is like essentially the good thing about working
0: out is like it's like, it it reduces stress that's probably what you're thinking right it, it
1: no no it does reduce stress but i think it was something about the fact like like because i think there's
0: stress were, there's two types of stress. I'm trying to. Yes, yes. I think it has <laughs> yes. to do with
1: the the types of stress that. It's like yes. a good. It's a good type of
0: stress if that makes no, sense. No, you're you're 100 correct. Yeah. So there's eustress and distress. Mm-hmm. Um, eustress is like the good stress. Distress is the bad stress. Um, and yeah, you get eustress from working out. You get it from accomplishing a task or working on a task that you know you should be flippery (laughs) side yeah exactly it could no it Um, could
1: be though like any kind of task right right anything
0: you're proud of essentially like anything you want to accomplish and you're working towards accomplishing there's stress required towards that work like working towards it but it's good stress because it's what you want like it's you're working towards your goal um so that's that's eustress, um, and so yeah, working out f- fulfills that. Meditation fulfills that. All that stuff, because um, both meditation is uh, my favorite analogy ever. Is that uh, I think a lot of people talk about meditation and that they they you're you're trying to kind of clear your mind, um, and some of the more well known like I guess yogis and like meditative people that that know what they're talking about and stuff talk about how meditation is really just a battle because your mind is never clear You're, you're never gonna be clear with it either it's about being able to act um in accordance to what the the task at hand and staying focused on the task at hand despite the mind um so it's it's getting very in tune with how the mind will uh kind of wander off. And being mm-hmm. very good at catching it and bringing it back. And so, uh, my my favorite analogy is that that um, when people try to start meditating, they're like, "Oh, I can't do that. I get too distracted." And what that's what the point. you, <laughs> yeah, no, that is the point. In, in fact, every time you get distracted, you're meditating because every time you get distracted, it is essentially a rep. Like if you were to do a bicep curl, you need to uh pull the weight up so so rein the mind in and then release the mind and like actually let it wander a little bit so you release the weight back down and then you have to pull it back up and it's the it's actually the act of bringing the mind back from distractions that is the most important thing of meditating so the more you get distracted the more reps you get to do so you can almost like be grateful for that um, if you're in that state obviously it's, it's somewhat frustrating and it's difficult but you know that's what you're working towards uh,
1: no, for sure. I that's great. That's amazing. Uh yeah. We, but, Flo, so this is where we bring you on. You know, we give you <laughs> stuff that helps with Rock League, but also helps with other stuff. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> so that's great. Um, I actually kind of maybe this this still kind of ties into Rock League, but it's good. I mean, as all our conversations can also apply to general sports. I, I this is something I, I thought I had yesterday. Okay. I I've been playing some soccer, uh weekly soccer. Oh yeah. Um. Heck yeah. And I, mean, I think that's good i think you're good <laughs> um uh yeah so um sorry i'm just getting from wabs that he just finished classes yeah um i i don't know if i want to be like also if you want to jump in at in the middle sorry we're, we're doing this live i don't care uh to <laughs> the, the middle of i mean Sorry, That's I. Recorded. What I mean by live is I'm not going to post edit this part out. Is what I'm saying. Uh, me talking about labs. Right, possibly you message
0: in. him and I'll say some things. Yes, yes. Voice. Boys, Voice. Um, boys. Patreon.com/slash/ASAP Weekly. Wow. Is, okay. Is creating a podcast <laughs> yeah. network podcast network you're actually just reading off our patreon that's great i don't think i've looked at the title in a while three dollars a month gets you ad-free support or or makes you an ad-free supporter it gets you ad-free access to many things including rocket league including but not limited to rocket league (laughs) You, you get to play the game with no ads if you do this uh are you done or should i keep going oh sorry my bad my bad uh five dollars a month gets you the welcome squad you get a shout out you get pre-show access rob and kyle show access access to patreon discord channels um
1: so you didn't know this but alienware is actually i know but is it a dell computer
0: or an alienware computer uh and we're back
1: (laughs) um wow that, that was great uh anyway Wabs, well if Wabs joins he can join um but <laughs> we got off topic uh let's get back into things i had a question for you right
0: yes i would hope uh, that's how this works
1: this, yes this that is how it works <laughs> however my my question specifically is something i think about the other day because I'm, pl- I'm playing some soccer uh weekly and what do you think like and maybe this can even be from a pro perspective right what do you think is the worst player to have on your team okay so, I'm going to give you two options, and you're going to tell me which one you think is worse for the team overall. Okay? You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. ready. So, the first player, and this is regardless of what their actual skill level is, okay? This is just their demeanor, their kind of take on things, okay? A super competitive player, all right, that gets mad when you start losing. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it kind of brings the team down because of it, because he gets mad and, like, it will point out mistakes and stuff, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or... Someone who's, who's competitive, but, like, they don't get mad when they lose it. They start losing. They just, like, they just want to give up. All right? That's yeah, your second player. Yeah. They, so they choke, or they're like, I'm done. You know, they start losing, and like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. All right? Mm-hmm. Those are your
0: two options.
1: What do you think is worse?
0: Well, I would say two things. Number one, first of all, I think both are fine. Uh,
1: oh okay I, I like a it. lot
0: of there's a lot of dynamics everyone's got their got their ish going on and i think oh, as let a- me put
1: it this way though okay Flo, just 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 while we're here i don't think you'd ever want all three of this kind of personality either of these personalities on a team
0: all three wait there's three now
1: no 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 like like the whole team is one of these personalities. I don't oh, think you yeah, ever yeah. want that. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. So here's the deal. If if we're talking like a pickup game, and whatever, like, and and you're just you're just playing with friends, nothing's gonna change. Then I would take player number one. And to be honest, I would probably take player number one um, over the other as well because. I don't know. I I think it it can be harder to deal with. Uh, It's hard because there's so many nuances to that. But what I would say is if you're coaching a team and you have to deal with that stuff, like there's, you're, you're going to have to deal with either side of the coin, you know, and you're going to have to work with both players to improve the attitude either way. Um, So it's, i i would say both are by the way i can't hear you are you saying anything or just listening? i, good, 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 good. Do you I hear get me? scared yeah i get scared now no honestly
1: <laughs> no this okay I, i'm alienware command center never sponsor me okay here <laughs> i'm i'm gonna start Task manager all right yeah we are getting rid of Alienware. <laughs> get out of End task alienware jeez are we re-
0: restarting or we want to keep going
1: no nah, i don't we can keep
0: going oh okay yeah, no, I I honestly think at, from a coach's perspective, I don't mind having either because I know I'd have to work with with either player. Um,
1: so you you don't really care as a coach? No, but like but if if you were to make a stronger
0: team, so you're saying the competitive one would be better than defeatist attitude? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah. Okay. in the short term. In the short term, yeah.
1: Sure. I don't know which one annoys me more. I think that's really why I chose the two. <laughs> no,
0: what would you say you uh, err more towards? Because you're either one or the other, right? I, I think. Hmm.
1: Okay, let, let's start. Are we playing casual or competitive?
0: Competitive. Let's let's put you in the mindset. Okay
1: okay, the... okay, okay. Let me start with casual. I think casual. I wouldn't mind the person who gives up. Um, yeah. because someone who's being overly competitive when it is actually a casual environment um, I'd much rather the person that's like okay I'm going to sit out for a bit than the person who like starts yelling at people in like a casual game if that makes sense right so that if, if I'm just there to have fun I might be okay with the person who's like okay I'm done I'm like okay whatever we'll just keep playing instead of the person who's like actively yelling at people and like being way too serious and like anyway yeah so I, I will take I'll take the person who's like Uh, whatever I'm kind of done defeatist
0: attitude if it's a casual setting
1: right uh give me competitive
0: (laughs) (laughs) I yeah no I always uh, I'll say I know my answer was probably pretty bad because I always struggle with those types of questions because I feel like there's just so much nuance to it Mm. um but in general, as a coach, I, I don't care what flaws my teammates or my players have. Cause...
1: But I, I don't want you to look at a coach because I think as a coach, I mean, I'm a teacher, right? Like, I yeah, I yeah. I don't ever like degrade someone for what they're like. Right. Right. Um. I, you know, I would encourage the person who's, you know, has the defeatist attitude, obviously, to to try a little more. Right. Not just give mm-hmm. up on the first thing. Um. And I would encourage the person who's like overly competitive to understand that they may be affecting their teammates, right? If you, right. if you're if if you're pointing out your teammates mistakes like that's never a good thing, right? If like if your intention is for them to actually play better, um I think 80% of people don't respond. <laughs> Seven, Maybe 70, maybe I don't know what the percent is. but there's most people will not respond in a positive way if you're pointing out their mistakes every time they you make a mistake.
0: Yeah, I mean there's a reason professional coaches don't that's not how professional coaches coach either. You're not supposed to Call out people's mistakes like in the heat of the moment, like, because then they're just focused on, like, you need to support their decisions, not have them change their decisions, if that makes sense. Um, And, like,
1: I guess there's another, like, side to this coin, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, a 20 sided coin, I guess. Um, (laughs) But, uh, the, I find that when you are a professional, right? the coach like especially when there's a lot of money and like those type of stuff the coach can come in and be like do this or you will be subbed off because i right. think there's a different expectation if you are a professional especially in a team environment where subs are readily available like you can literally sub them in for someone else you could be like all right listen i know you're not having a good game right mm-hmm. but it, if i see this right like let's just say you're not tracking back or whatever you're not covering this one person if I see this isn't going well, I will sub you off, and I think that's okay because you're t- essentially telling them you got a couple minutes. Show me that you're, you know, you can refocus and actually get this, or else we're gonna switch, right? Because they have the option, and also, unlike maybe someone who is coaching for development, right? That coach might be coaching to win, right? They might have to make some hard decisions. Mm, um, that's so, a good so, point. I don't know if that makes sense, right? Of
0: yeah. So I have three, I have three points to make on that. Let's go. Um, I don't know if I remember all of them, but let's start with number one. The easiest is that in general at the pro level, you'll probably meet people that have the super competitive, like their type type one in your example personality where they get they get heated um, and they don't they don't tend to lose. So they they actually react well to that type of educate, uh or coaching, I'll say.
1: All right. In uh, the epic that is trying to complete this podcast. <laughs>
0: we continue. Oh,
1: well. You had three points. What were you going to say?
0: All right. So so we were on the topic of um, pro coaches being able to be more like kind of mean to their players, I guess. You know? uh, almost negative reinforcement, if you will. So I'll say a few things. Number one, we I was saying that pros kind of tend to have the type of personality or the propensity to react better to that type of coaching. Um, Ooh, interesting. Be that may, uh, that's not the right saying, be it that it may or something, whatever that be that being what it is, being that it may, (laughs) whatever. Uh, That is the
1: translation to what the the expression you're trying to say is. Anyway. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Be it that way. Um, it, it may be just cuz coaches are always like that and players are just used to it growing up cuz they deal with it uh or that the the type of personality required to get to the top it, is that like type 1 personality where they're overly competitive and they don't care if you're yelling at them it maybe may maybe hypes them up um but there are people at the pro level that are the other type as well. And that brings me to the concept of eyes off individual zone of optimal functioning, mm-hmm. um, which I think we may have even talked about in the first podcast. But oh, I'm sure we did. <laughs> yeah. It's basically that, you know, some people tend to function really well at a very highly, highly excited state. Um, so being like very hyped up, they, they, really well or under a lot of pressure uh, and then some people tend to perform not as well uh, and either way is fine it means that if you're under a lot of pressure you 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 learn coping mechanisms to help yourself calm down um, and a good coach would work on that with you um, re- the reverse is true for players who don't Do well um, not under pressure so they need to they need to learn ways to keep themselves type keep themselves hyped up Um, I yeah so that's there's there's a range um, for that I think it's like a scale of 1 to 14 or something like that it's something weird with the eyes off but yeah there's that and then there was one other thing I would say is that oh we were talking about coaches kind of yelling at them and saying like you know you shouldn't if you if you don't continue if you keep making that error then you're off the team basically right uh, yeah. i don't know if it's off the team i maybe i'm just thinking You'll it's like get specific, benched. Specific, specifically no, there's, there's a threat like,
1: yeah and it's like it's the reality that it's like it's almost like the final warning i guess like right. the coach is already ready to bench you if that makes sense if he's giving you that warning right he's like you're not playing well today and we need to win this game. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah,
0: I and to be honest, I think at the pro level like I think people would be able to recognize that almost themselves a lot of times. Oh, 100%. Like,
1: yeah. like here's the reality. If you don't recognize yourself, like if you don't know when you're playing bad, then that's actually a bad sign. Right, right. Um and and let I me mean, to be fair, I mean some people maybe what gets them to the dance is the ability to just always say that the, like be extremely confident that they're always playing at their best.
0: <laughs> or, or at least that like, Hey, I want to get back out there. Cause I know I can, like, I can fix do it. Better. I know it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I know I can do better. Uh, but what I'll say is coaches at the best level tend to, um, focus with players more on what they should be doing, not what they should not be doing. So mm, telling so you, get a out there,
1: do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Telling a player what their mistakes are can often be a bad thing. Cause then they're thinking about that mistake they're replaying mistakes and they're, they're actually more likely to then make the same mistake again. Uh, it's better. That, but, Don't but think about the elephant. Yeah, exactly. It's there's, there's a way to tell a player what their mistake is in a um, progressive way. in in a way that it's telling them what they should be doing and not what they should not be doing. Um, and that's always the better way to approach stuff as, as a, as a coach.
1: No, I, I like that a lot. Um I, and I think I think no one disagrees with that. I think one thing that I'm curious about then on this topic is uh with Rocket League where it is, right? Where most teams are, where I think a lot of the lead like the coach is role is like more ill defined. Yeah. Um then hey, can
0: I say one thing? Yes. yes I'll go. preface what I just said previously, or suffix, I guess, um, by that this is only in the in in competition that's that's how you coach outside of competition in practice yeah you tell them what they did wrong every single time um that's important well that's a good point important so there's like there has to be
1: distinction between like yeah. it's it's we're 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 playing the game and okay now it's time to reset and see what we did wrong you know
0: right 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 yeah, yeah. so, so no, in practice, sure. yeah you tell them but go ahead sorry i cut you off
1: Ah uh, no no I think that's a that's a great point to add. So like as a coach you have to kind of think of those two things. Um, what I will say, uh, yeah, just just on this topic a little bit is, um, yeah, in Rocket League, you just it feels so weird. Like some coaches are literally there just to keep everyone happy. <laughs> yeah um and <laughs> and, and some th- other co-
0: yeah no I I think even in professional sports a lot of times the coach isn't there like they have analysts they have strategists they have all that stuff like the coach isn't always there to just be the person who says yeah you did this wrong you need to do this better like it's not always that i do think the role of a coach at a a high level is way more about managing player management yeah. yeah and just yeah making
1: sure they have everything they need and they feel respected but at the same time not letting any of like maybe the more toxic trait, maybe not toxic. I don't. I want to define someone as that, but maybe some of the things that could like start start having the team have dysfunction, right? Where the team members can't work together. Avoiding right. those things, right? So, Being like a uh, mediator. I, of sorts. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And also
0: hyping them up in the moment. I think that's, of course, or or calming them down, depending on the player. That's the hard part with teams. Is you you have to as a good a good coach uh starts to work on identifying which player is which type and um treats them uh as such accordingly yeah. So no no but which makes sense, right? You you have someone
1: who's easily excited, which is great sometimes you need that spark. And then mm-hmm. there's sometimes where like you gotta bring this energy down because you gotta run for another sixty minutes.
0: Right, right, right. Um
1: so I, I totally get what you mean. No, so I was gonna say with Rock League specifically, um what do you think like because I, I think there's a there's a couple coaches that really stick out you know verge is a big one a lot of people talk about um, maybe uh who who was also on that was it was a Gregon that was on this video mm-hmm. um, he might stick out there's there's a couple coaches that I feel have a certain amount of respect for being like coaches you know like I would define them as a coach yeah. not not necessarily oh they've just picked up this person but really the team's kind of leading itself. Like, yeah. like the players are making the decisions.
0: And it's um, not d- just like an ex pro who like knows the game very exactly. well and doesn't understand how to manage like people.
1: Yeah. Well, because I just feel like some of these coaches in Rock League are, are not coaches, but they're just maybe they have the reputation, but really like someone else is really running running the show, if that makes sense. Right. When do you think Rock League will be in a place where like we have more coaches like the Verge and the Gregans of the world?
0: <sighs> um yeah, it's a that's a tough question because at the moment it's almost like like we talked about it in, in that treating players like um, high level athletes almost doesn't work. I because they're 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 young they're and like they yeah they don't have to treat their body the same way. All right,
1: sorry. Like, can, can I just like pause for a second? All right. Yeah. The type of problems that a lot of sports have for players that are between the ages of 18 and 22 right shall we say yeah right like those are usually the ages where there's a lot of work to do to make someone professional right mm-hmm. and in rock league that's the end game <laughs> for a yeah. lot of these pros right so it, it's it's that's just immature
0: there's yeah. just immature it, it is it is what it is right and you yeah. have to contend with that as a coach no, exactly, and the problem is not not only immaturity due to age. Is I'm if you think about it, most gamers don't get out as much, and you know they they maybe haven't ever been on a team before. Like they've solo cued their whole life, and so they don't understand that you there there is a long game that they have. It's to play.
1: wild that you mentioned this because I, I swear I had this conversation with. <laughs> Maybe it's you. Maybe someone will go back to the might episode. Might have been us, yeah. It, might I have been suppose, us. but no, I I did. I did have this conversation though. I think when I was still running the university club. Um, and we're having a lot. Of, I think it was there was someone who was an athlete that was trying to. To like. Oh, I think it was the Overwatch team because I was in charge of the Overwatch team, then became like the 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 head of the whole university club, like for Mm esports. And in the Overwatch team, there's a lot of like problems with like kind of communication because Overwatch is a game that is so well designed. I mean, I think it's actually to a fault that every every cog in the machine has to be working, or else you just lose. Right? It is. It is about being perfect in whatever your specific role is. Right? The game is designed to a flaw that way um which means like if one person isn't like if something isn't as out of sync immediately you get punished for it right um and i remember having a conversation with someone at some point and be like i need you to remember that most of these people never played in a team sport when they grew up yeah i i remember having that conversation so it's kind of bring me back but it it's just those are skills that a lot of people were naturally developed just by playing in team sports as you're growing up, especially the younger ages, the better. I'm going to be honest, right? Like right. the younger you can, you can kind of be, and I don't want to need, I don't think you necessarily need to be part of one team. I think it's better actually, if you're part of a bunch of different teams, if that makes sense. So you have different coaches and, and kind of different groups of people. So you can kind of get a feel of, of adjusting right to the situation and being able to, to, to kind of have those social interactions and learn those skills. Um, and and yeah, and you you kind of I feel like when you get a lot of these players, it's like they've just been playing video games by themselves, and maybe they're like one or two friends that are also equally as socially awkward as they are. You yeah, know? and and now you're expecting them to <laughs> to have the skills which they never developed, you know? So
0: right, and so here's here's where I'll I'll answer that question. I think it doesn't get to that point until um. Until esports or or trying to go pro in esports is mainstream enough that there are places to foster teamwork, especially clubs and school teams. So, like, once you have high school teams all around the country um, having an an esports program and, like, if you're good, you play on your school team, like that's huge in and of itself but also if you look at a lot of sports there are clubs there's like club soccer there's club all this stuff it's a a place where they will be coached and fostered in such a way that they are with a team and they have to deal with that team whether it's your school team or your club team uh, and you have to work around your teammates uh, and and that is the skill that most of them are lacking because they you know they haven't been in that situation so there needs to be uh places for them to be able to foster that um culture it's really a culture and i'm working so i'm working with a university team as well um, northeastern university Uh, i've been with them for almost two years now Mm -hmm. and as of this year the big focus has been on culture and my thing Mm -hmm. is that i do not care how good we have a lot of good players which so it's great because it gives me a lot of wiggle room. I don't care how good you are. If you don't buy into the culture that I'm trying to create, then you're not on the team. Um, and the culture is that we work hard. Um, we do in-person physical workouts every week, uh, whether you want to or not. And um, <laughs> that that in and of itself is is tough sometimes. But it's like I, I it's what I see as being the most important towards like improving. Um, and so not obviously not the most important, but an important aspect for everyone. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's certain things. I'm not going to talk about all the nitty gritty, but there's certain things that if, if we don't see it, then you're, you're off the team. It doesn't matter how good you are uh, or your are and, and
1: I so respect that. I'm just like,
0: I, I has to.
1: the, pros... the Yeah. Sorry. You go <laughs>
0: No, I was just going to try to bail you out. I I think pros don't buy into that yet because I don't think there have been professional orgs that are trying to build a culture. (laughs) Yeah, they're not trying to build a culture. They're trying to build a winning team. Um, I I think once we get orgs that try to build culture, um, it'll start to help things uh, because then you know people realize that the the ego that is present in the semi-pro rocket league scene is not going to help them it's going to hurt them uh yeah i mean there's you know at some point if there's a lot
1: of people that get mad at you over the course of two years three years when you're constantly switching teams at some point you're the problem <laughs> you exactly know? yeah um and i think i think another thing is the more orgs we have like this set expectations as to how you should behave but also like you know how diligent you should be right the expectation is to be on time is to uh, time i mean depends if it's a you know how serious i maybe i'm not as much of a stickler for that but kind of yes but not really um but like sleep (laughs) getting regular sleep what i'm trying to say is if if you you all like you know i guess if you're all practicing online and you're like five minutes late i don't think it's that in the world yeah Um, but if someone's like 10 20 you know consistently 30 minutes late then yeah that would be something i started looking at where it's like you know, you're disrespecting other people's time, right? Other people are there in time, ready to practice, especially if we're about to scrim another team and you're exactly. showing up 30 minutes late, you know? At some point, people are going to be like, okay, this is a you problem. Um, but I was going to say, yeah, having like a high high bar of expectations, how you should treat and talk to your teammates, right? Um, also, like, yeah, you know, being diligent about maybe sleep schedule and what you're eating and getting some exercise and all that stuff, right? Um, should be part of a culture because then you'll just have, beyond the gaming which is, the gaming is great you have better gamers but you'll also have better people so um i think i think that's very important i think yeah. with that i think i think this might be a, a great way to end it no you, uh,
0: yeah i'm down
1: so uh what i'll do i so i already did all my housekeeping in the beginning uh i'm gonna start with flow state with having you plug your patreon which i know you kind of plugged in the beginning or in the middle there a little bit um but i've i'm just looking at this oh you got you got the uh the private coaching session part of your patreon eh?
0: yeah so to be honest what i'm thinking of doing is moving everything to youtube memberships instead of mm, patreon interesting um, makes
1: sense though especially considering the size of your youtube right
0: yeah, I want to um, a lot of what I'm going to focus on with Patreon now is just extended videos uh, like the video I'm doing right now is on muscle memory. And there's a lot of really cool stuff and it's going to make it into the video. But there's a lot of really cool stuff that is boring to the average YouTube listener. <laughs> and so I can't put it in the video because it's going to hurt retention. It's not going to be good for anything. Uh, but I know there are certain people that want to hear that stuff. It's the science like the the good you know, the juicy bits. Um, so my thought is to do like an extended cut of all those educational videos and just um ramble on a bit.
1: All right. So I will like your YouTube then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, what I'll say thing.
0: is just, yeah, just just follow the YouTube. This muscle memory video that's coming out, I'm super excited about. Nice. I can I can give you the the big the my favorite part is um this the, yeah, the idea it. of subtle variance is mm. I was doing some research on this and I I had this theory when I was in high school I was I was I played a shooter and I was one of the best in the game at this shooter um it was kind of like Tribes I don't know if you've heard of it uh, it's a movement momentum based shooter you kind of it's very wide open field I'm going mm-hmm. off on a tangent uh, anyways my my point is that I had this theory is that I would try to change up a lot of aspects of the game Often I would try to mess with my sensitivity. I would uh, play on high ping as a challenge. And I think that kept me very fresh and kept me continuing to learn very fast um, and play well. Uh, and I found this research from John Hopkins University that really supports that idea, the idea of subtle variance. Uh, example is putting weight on your tennis racket and practicing swings. A lot of tennis players would be like, I don't want like I want to learn this specific weight and get really used to it. And you could make that argument like that you're messing up your muscle memory because you're adding weight or like changing. But in fact, at the, the variance only strengthens um, the acquisition of muscle memory. Uh, so my, my thought with rocket league is there's, there's a few ways to, to add that subtle variance. And I think some of it even comes down to some setting changes. You see a lot of pros kind of mess around with their settings from time to time. Uh, like say, ah, oh, it feels off. I'm going to, you know, change my controller dead zone or something like that. Um, I, I think there's ways to approach that in rocket league that can be really cool. And I don't think it's ever been talked about. Uh, I say that a lot in my videos, but like, yeah. Uh,
1: you are, you are the, uh, the forefront, the, the beginning of, of the new things. <laughs> um, that. yeah, I think that's great. Uh, I, I will say one last thing. Cause, uh, uh, it's great that I, so yeah check out the youtube channel you can you can subscribe get ready for that video because i'm sure you know maybe i'll just get you on again to talk about it. no that's <laughs> oh, yeah. it it's possible i mean it, we'll see we'll see how schedules work out yeah. Um but uh what i will say is um usually at the end of these we give kind of like homework for the week for our listeners all right um and i want to give you the opportunity as someone who is a coach What what is the thing right and it can be it can be a life thing it can be a rocket league thing it can be a general thing What's the thing you want people to work
0: on for this week? Uh, Putting you on the spot here. Uh, positive or negative emotions, too much in game, uh, can be a bad thing. So what I want you to do is when you feel them, don't be upset about them. Um, just try to learn as much about them as possible. So try to notice as much as you can about your your um, we'll call them distracting emotions while you play, uh, and um, you you might notice that the act of not trying to change your emotions is good enough, and you will calm down and and play better uh, when you say uh, instead of like ah, I'm angry, I need to calm down it's um oh, angry, huh." let me uh let me notice that <laughs> accept it and move on that's kind of a kind of a mindfulness um exercise principle yeah an mm. exercise yeah um so i would say yeah when if you're feeling extreme emotions during your games um ch- rather than trying to stop them just try to notice and accept so uh mac is the is a type of process it's mindfulness acceptance commitment um uh, and that's that's what that's based off. But, anyways. Um, and here yeah. I thought
1: Mac was an apple, you know? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and with
0: that, I hope all of you have a
1: great one. Uh, thank you so much. No problem. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.